This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, no. It's the it's Miller time. <laughs> well, I bet you never heard that before. Yeah. How's it going? Good. Let me see your so T-shirt. See you. Is that the Starlight driving? Yeah. Because there used to be one up in uh, Brooklyn Park as well. There was a starlight up there as well back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. I actually, uh, I just wrote for Minnesota Monthly uh, an article on all the remaining Minnesota drive-ins. And which what do we be got? A, we got the starlight. Uh, we got the in, Ver- that's the one in Litchfield. In Litchfield, yeah. yeah that's, yep. that's kind of my drive-in. That's the one I go to. Because yeah. the Valley High yep. closed recently. Uh, which did. is a real bummer. Yeah, well, the, you know, the Woodbury Town Council basically drove them out by uh. impl- imp- imposing a bunch of uh, stupid restrictions on their water system and their sewer system oh, that have been yeah. the same. Yep. They did that because yep. they wanted to drive them out because they've yep. been jacking the value of the property up right around that because oh, yeah. that is becoming all condominiumized and a drive-in takes a big footprint. Uh, and so they wanted all that land. So they basically, they kind of forced the guy's land to be so expensive that he kind of has to sell, um, which is a real bummer. Uh, but we still have the Starlight. We have the Vern drive-in, uh, in Laverne. The, oh, in Laverne, yep. The, the Long drive-in in Long Prairie. Where I was born. And the Sky, oh, really? I was born in Long Prairie, yeah. All right, and the Skyview drive-in. I don't remember the Skyview is off the top of my head, but it's out there. Skyview is a good one, too. I don't know where, Skyview, I don't know where that is. Um... I, it's in the article. It'll be in Minnesota Monthly. I, I, I write them all up this month. Are you old enough to remember the France uh, twin drive-in? No, I didn't, even, I didn't live here until uh, 2008, so yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So was, there, there was a, there, not one, but two drive-in theater screens at uh, 494 and France Avenue. Yeah, one of the first ones, uh, I believe, in yep, the Twin Cities. It was yep. phenomenal. God, it was gorgeous. The Starlight still has two screens. They're Don't the they only really? double-screened. They have Wonderful. a big screen and a smaller screen. So they'll do one that's all family-friendly on one, and then they'll do like a PG-13 or an R-rated movie double feature on the other one. God, I love going to the drive-in. Very quickly. I just Here's one of my favorite drive-in stories of all time. Last year, Catherine and I were down in Florida on vacation, and we wanted to go to a drive-in and see... It was Ryan Reynolds was in the movie, but I can't. It was Free Guy. What was it? Free Guy, I think. Was that it? Was that what it was? Probably. Yeah, well, he's the I, video game character. He's really good. Yeah, funny guy. Really, really funny guy. Really good. Looks good on a drive-in screen, too. He's very handsome. Yeah, he's a very <laughs> handsome guy. <laughs> and he owns Mint Mobile now, so he's very wealthy, that's, too. Yes, he is. And that soccer company. Or he owns that soccer team, too. Yeah, he does, yeah. yeah. So, Catherine, I want to go to a drive-in. We don't know the area all that much. Is down in, I suppose, Boynton Beach, mm-hmm. somewhere down there. So we pull up and we buy our tickets and all the rest of it. And I go in and buy some popcorn and all that mm-hmm. and I get back to the deal. And all of a sudden, all of these people started coming over and tapping on the window and saying, God, thanks so much, man. It's great to see you guys here. It's, where are you guys from? And they were just everybody was just so excited we were there. We realized that we were the only white people at that drive-in. Really? And they... Every black person in that damn theater, theater parking lot, or whatever you call that space. Park, yeah. The, they just, they all came over and said, God, it's so cool that you came to our drive-in, man. It's great to have you. Interesting. It was almost like a black-owned drive-in, maybe? Yeah, I guess. Huh. But it was just, it was so damn nice, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I, I like nice, and then when I, for a balance, there's nice, and then there's that pain in the ass Judd Zulgad. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. There he is right there. <laughs> Oh, whoops. Hey, hey, everybody, what's going on? <laughs> hey, Judd. Oh, Rudy, hey, Tom. How are you, Judd? I'm doing good. Oh, can How's you not hear? 
Now what did you do? Oh, this, you know, I had to turn him on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, now's the time to talk shit about Brian. Remember that. <laughs> yeah, right now's the time to talk. There's volume Jen- on it, too. Oh, it says Sports Dad on your screen today. So Brian Miller's in studio with us, ladies and gentlemen. How long have I known you, Brian? Years. Well, going on 15-ish years, 15 I years. think. Yeah, God, from amazing. back at the when you were above Acme. You still want to talk in a Sansevier, are you? Every Wednesday. I knew it. Oh, Sandy. <laughs> Sandy. How's Bob doing? How's Bob? Bob's great. I he love is. Bob. Bob, he took, he took me and my wife a horseback riding recently. It was a lot of fun. That, isn't his yeah. place the best? It's incredible. I know. I've brought in so many people there, and that's the. I go, we have to go see Bob Sansevier. When there's oh, kids yeah. around, I go, we got to go see. It's like a petting zoo and a horse riding thing, and then uh, you, got, you got Bob doing Bob riff, riffing in the background. With his Jersey God. accent, complaining about every one of Sandy. the 80 horses he has. Sandy's the worst, let's be honest. Well, we're, I'm kind of mad at him. We and, me and oh, Rudy, you are? Me and Rudy are a little mad at him. He was supposed to do some homework that he obviously didn't do for Monday, uh, but we're going to get on him on Friday. Homework for what? For the show. We set up a cool... Uh, and he didn't do his part? Well, no. Yeah, remember on Monday? Brian, to give, give you a little backstory, we started doing this thing with Bob Sansevier mm-hmm. called Crumpet the Orb. He is an oh, orb right. when we do this the StreamYard thing. And I'm like, well, let's do this thing where every single Monday, Crumpet the Orb mm-hmm. gives some predictions throughout the week. It doesn't have to be sports. It could be anything that he wants. Sure, kind of a Karnak type yeah, thing. Yeah, Karnak, exactly. exactly. Oh, and Karnak. then on Friday, right. we'll see if any of his predictions come true. Oh, yeah. And then we could keep a running tally. So it comes to Monday, <laughs> and Bob Sansevier is like, all right, Bob, what do we got? We got the whole intro. We got everything set up we're ready to go i'm like what do you got and he's like i bet on friday britney's gonna play with her hair and then she's gonna call me an idiot and then and then she's gonna she's gonna say that i need to play with my hair it was like in true bob fashion did none of his homework and panicked and was like here's an idea yeah i was like god damn it bob we (laughs) talked about this on friday like we had text messages back and forth and he was like yeah sorry so then we just moved on and i was like all right, well, I guess I shouldn't have spent two hours here on Friday getting everything set up. And <laughs> so Jesus we're currently Christ. arguing with Bob, but <laughs> sure. as, you know, it's pretty normal. Uh, yeah. that's, that's per usual. Sandy's the best. i got to tell you guys something because you brought up Karnak, and you had brought up mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Carson a little early today, too. I decided to go back to the very, very first episode I could find in 1974. It was February 2nd, 1974. Mm-hmm. Because I want to start watching it from the beginning, because it changed television forever. There's no question. Even though Steve Allen did it before him and other people did, Johnny Carson nailed it. He was just so good. But this is uh, how different the world is. From uh, February 2nd, 1974, Carson comes out, and he's funny as hell, like he always was. He goes, I got to tell you, though, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, you know we're all suffering through it with you. Across America, things have gotten really, really crazy. The economy is... And he was not making it up. He said, I could not believe what I had to pay for a gallon of gas. I filled my car up on the way in, and there was a line forever because I guess, you know, there must be some kind of shortage or something. I never thought I'd see the day when I had to pay 53 cents a gallon (laughs) for gas. I know. 53 cents a gallon. The other adjusted for inflation, it's got to be like a buck fifty. Yeah, exactly. I know. The other day, I watched Guarding Tess with Nick Cage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And they're standing outside of a, a gas station. And it says gallon of gas ninety two cents. And I was like, oh, oh, no, screw oh. yourselves. You paid. But the Rudy, thing back then Rudy. was the lines. The lot. Do, do you guys? Oh, the lines recall, were forever. Yes. Recall the lines, yep. and then gas stations would run out of gas. <laughs> And so they'd put up a sign, and you'd be, you know, the third next in line and totally screwed. That was the problem then. Mm-hmm. 
No question about. I just that whole the. Um, but I I do remember all the way back to. I can't remember what kind of gas station it was, but it was at uh, Thomas Avenue and West Broadway, just kind of where you you go to the, you know the. Uh, uh, my, my veterinarian. The vet, the vet, yeah. Yeah, Broadway vets. In there. Shout out to Broadway I mean, vets. I'll you're be probably there, there on... all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there on Thursday. That's why I'm bringing Murphy into the studio. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, I'm I'm like I guess twelve, thirteen years old or something. They build this gas station, and they put the sign up, and I'll never forget. Gas was twenty nine nine a gallon. Twenty nine nine, and now what is it now? Like eight dollars, or <laughs> what the hell is it now? I don't even know. Yeah, I was uh, I was on the road on my way to uh, Norfolk, Nebraska. Speaking of Johnny Carson, speaking and of I, Johnny Carson, I got yeah. to Southern Minnesota, and there was a gas station that had Octane eighty eight for two nineteen a gallon. God. And I sent a photo of it to a friend of mine who lives in L.A., and she sent me back a photo of a gas station that is down the street from her, and it was five ninety nine a gallon. <laughs> it's oh not a God. joke. Not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So, Brian, you talk a lot of sports with Sandy, right? Yeah, yeah, we get into that a little bit. Because, you know, you got uh, Judd on this morning. Uh, and I, I, I want to point out, Judd, by the way, that I didn't personally attack Patricia Heaton, mm-hmm. even though the Twins just lost their last two games to Cleveland, where she's from. Yes. In, in fact, her father was, I believe, yeah. a sports writer at the Plain Dealer. Is I that believe, right? I believe that's true, yep. She is fantastic. I, I, I absolutely her. love her. Yeah, I'm right great. there with you. Too bad she's not pretty, too. Yeah, hideous to look at. <laughs> just yeah. a beautiful woman. We'll take her. No, but she's I just love so her. cool. So I don't like the fact that we split four games with one of the worst teams in baseball. Sure. Mm-hmm. Not real happy about that. <laughs> okay, now Judd and I have been talking about this uh, quite a bit. What in the hell are they going to do? But this team just, as soon as they just kind of, oh, they're coming on, then they lose two. They scored four runs in the last three games with Cleveland. They won one of them one to nothing, but then lost the last two. How the hell does a team only score four runs in three games? <laughs> the thing about the Twins is it's always a surprise God. when they're good or they're bad. Anytime yeah. they're good, people are like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they're good. Yeah. No one ever yeah. thinks they're going to be one thing and they're that thing. And it, 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 it's yeah. kind of remarkable, actually. Well, On Wednesday and Thursday, they scored a combined 15 runs, though. So they, they beat Houston in Houston. On Wednesday, mm-hmm. they then scored seven runs in Game One of a four-game series against Cleveland. So yep. 15 runs in two days, and then Tom, as you yeah. said, in the final three games of a series against a team that also cannot hit, right? And in which the Twins' starting pitching was damn good, they were outscored six to four in three games. I know. And I, the <laughs> only reason why what? I didn't text you is I figured that <laughs> you are at your breaking point. And I don't want to push you too much. It's fun to text you when the Twins aren't playing well or playing well. But I thought, you know what? This is too much. Sonny Gray was fantastic Saturday. He lost. Yes, and then right. Joe Ryan was marvelous on Sunday, yep. and he lost. And they are completely wasting. This is my biggest complaint here. They are wasting all of the starting pitching, which we have longed for for how long? Good starting pitching. Right, no that's question. What, that's what gets me. There's no question about it. Do you think... That I know they just re-signed Rocco, but some of this blame has to go on management. It has to. That's all you're getting out of your team? What the hell is that? Well, here's a question for you, for instance. And, and I, I mean, this is not exactly the equivalent of baseball calculus. Why is Max Kepler still here? I and why couldn't agree he's more. Batted, he hit clean off on Sunday. He's, I think he's hitting 192. Yep. He's a lost cause. He had one good year in the major leagues. One. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, he should not be on this team anymore. You're absolutely right about that. And Lopez should not be pitching for the Twins anymore either. He's horrendous. I'm talking about the reliever. Yeah, yeah, Middle you're talking guy. About, Yeah, you're talking about Jorge, not Pablo. Yes. Um, yeah. So here's the problem with that, though. Have you seen that the guy that that one of the relievers that the uh, Twins sent to Baltimore, who I think with the Twins in limited duty last year had like a nine ERA, is now one of the best relievers in baseball. And yep, Lopez can't throw a strike. Yep, he can't, can't throw, throw a strike. Yeah, he's 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 Steve Blass. No, he's, Steve right. he's lost the strike zone. I we got to do something about these people because yeah, Kepler's got to go. That Lopez has got to go. They're, they're just they're they suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the problem is they don't suck. Their starting pitching yeah. is too good to no, allow this right. to happen. That's you know if you suck, as I've o- always said, embrace the suck. If you're truly <laughs> bad, just embrace it suck. and go down with the ship, and it's over. <laughs> That's actually the new yeah. Las Vegas slogan, but uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Enjoy the exactly. suck. Uh, it's so frustrating. We do have to take a break here. We'll be back now. You got till forty today, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I wanted to make yes, sure. Sir. Brian Miller also in studio, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Right after this, this is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. When you need someone to listen. A lawyer you know and trust. If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I, I didn't think I was going to make it back on time. I did. I got lucky. So we met Mark, who was our new next-door neighbor. They're yeah, moving in Mark, today. the civil engineer. Civil engineer Mark. We met him. He's a huge fan of the show. And I went to run down to the bathroom. And as I'm walking, a young man comes in, and he's wearing a twins cap. And as he walks by, he goes... Kepler and Lopez both have to go. Like, <laughs> he matched your aggression. Oh, he definitely was very aggressive about Kepler and Lopez got to go, and that's all there is to it. Smart young guy. He looked to be probably about, I don't know, maybe 25, 30, something like something that. Something like me, you know? Look yeah, like 25, 25 yeah. 30, That's exactly 25. right. I've been you doing the teen mom over here. You the 25-year-old. <laughs> been doing comedy for 15 years. I'm a ripe old 25. Yeah, I don't know the rest of the uh, entire metro, but I know in this building we have 100 shares, so that's good. That's, well, that's good. <laughs> that's I good thank God. In your own building. Right? I, but I just like you should have seen how pissed off he was about the you tell them that they got to get rid of him. Like, okay. He's not wrong. That's the thing about it. I agree with him completely. As you said, one good season out of what eight in the big leagues. Yeah, that one. constitutes time to be jettisoned in some way, shape, or form. I don't care how you do it. And the young man had to throw in that at the end. And I was supposed to tell you that ball was juiced that year, and everybody knows it. <laughs> oh yeah, he's right. Mm. Yeah, no, he's a, that. That's he exactly is. right. It's true. 2019, they were playing with a baseball that uh, was designed to orbit the Earth. <laughs> it was. It's true. But that's so great running into listeners when you go out in the hall because they're they're very they get very emotional about this whole thing, which I really like. I'm gonna hang out in the bathroom later, see who's got some uh, interesting <laughs> chat for me. You know, I don't know if I'd hang out in the bathroom. That, that was the hallway, but you know, just around the bathroom. I'll yeah, be, like be around the bathroom. Bathroom though. attendant. I'll get some mints. You yeah, know, there you and go. I'll <laughs> hit some people with some soap on the hands. You know, that sounds dicey. <laughs> Dicey, but yeah. So everybody, they love the show. By the way, they both mentioned that, and uh, we have a thou- we have a thousand share here mm-hmm. at sixteen sixty. That's all I know. Thank God. It is a good thing. So what else is happening? Anything good on the sports front? Yeah, you know. I mean, the N- NBA finals were entertaining on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, but again, it, it's a f- former Wolf and Jimmy Butler playing for the the Heat against the team that knocked the Wolves out in the first round and so it's a reminder all of these things as i've told you my problem with this pisses me off is all of them are a reminder of the ineptitude of our teams that's the reminder you know it's it's guys who used to play here or it's teams that beat the wolves or the wild that's my problem is it's like i i think that there is a tom i think there's a large group of people who are now what 30 ish or so who don't have any real recollection of what a playoff run feels like. Right. Now, we, we, yeah. we saw it with Twins. Um, but, you know, how much fun, especially when it's series is. So foot, football is different because you win games and then advance. But, you know, when you win a series, when you beat the Tigers, 87, right, and you come back to the Dome, and the Dome that night is filled with people welcoming the team back. Yep. You know, it's. I think it's almost impossible for a lot of, of young adults who might not be as young now to even identify with that because we don't get that. It's all I want. 
That's been 32 years now, man. I know. That's a but long But I mean, 91, stretch. you go back to 91. <clears throat> yep. And you go back to that, one of, you know, one of the best World Series of all times. Um, and I just want a playoff run. I just want that because it, it brings a town together, too. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Nothing, in my opinion, nothing galvanizes a, a, a state or city like sports get. Oh, there's no question about it. God, what's the name of that bar that used to be out there uh, in, it was heading up toward Dayton, I guess, that way. What, that sports bar that's right there on the corner, right across the street from Jesse Ventura's old house? King of Diamonds. No, no, that's the strip club that you hang out <laughs> what? in. What? Come on, no. Let's Everybody's go to like, the titty bars. <laughs> Unbelievable. But at least he's not as casual about it. Doesn't just say K-O-D. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. K-O-D, yes, exactly. Very proper nounish when it comes to my strip clubs. Thank you. He's got, they've got his picture on the ATM. It's the Rudy ATM. <laughs> overrated. One of the most overrated Whoa. things, in my opinion. Strip club. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the KOD. I thought you were gonna like, say boobs. No. Yeah. Like, Dude, no, totally overrated. Now we're now we're gonna get into an argument. Now, <laughs> I feel, I feel that. I Judd, I feel that. I agree with you. I just don't understand. I and I don't know. I don't. You want to go to strip clubs? Good for you. It just it I it just did nothing for me. So I'm gonna sit here and watch, and I'm gonna pay you, and then I go home. I don't know. I used to go to strip clubs when I was like 21, 22 years old. Yeah. And, and that was fun. And then I had a baby and started a family and I got out of it. And then my family finally figured out I was full of shit and then they left. And then I'm back in my 40s again being alone. And I'm like, if I'm going to go out with a woman and drop $80 and still go home by myself, mm-hmm. I might as well go down to the boom boom room. And the boom boom. And have some fun and just get some drinks and hang out with ladies and then take an Uber home. Because if I'm going to blow 80 bucks, I might as well just do it and have some fun and... Why go through the whole dating process when you can just hang out at the strip club and then call it a night? And how has that served you? <laughs> wonderfully. <laughs> yeah, wonderfully. I, I don't know, if, you, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm glowing yeah, every day I exactly. come in. Exactly. Yeah, that's because the glitter's the glitter. still on yeah, right? yeah, the light hitting yeah. that glitter. Yeah. What's the name of the one that's on Washington Avenue right down by J.D. Hoyt's? What's the name of that place? Oh, Dream Girls. Is it called Dream Girls? Well, there's a yeah. couple down there. Yeah. Well, this is the one that's Dream right Girls. next, just De- north. Deja Vu. Deja Vu. Yeah, yeah Deja Vu is the, right the one right next to Hoyt's. Deja Vu is the one right next to And I know that because okay. I go to J.D. Hoyt so often. Yeah. I love J.D. Hoyt. I just really, gumbo and, gumbo I and hash love browns. love J.D. Hoyt. That's the so, sneaky okay. thing. They got a lot of great stuff. You get a bowl of gumbo and a side of yep. Cajun hash browns. It's like 20 uh, bucks. It's the best lunch you'll ever have. Buddy Bowl. So good. Can't go wrong. Buddy Bowl's fantastic. We just took J.B. there for his birthday, as a matter of fact. He wanted to go to J.D. Hoyt's. That's so fun. Love that. Pat wasn't there, though, that pain in the ass. Pat like, needs a day off. Pat's a great guy. because they don't have strippers there. That's why Pat wasn't there. Somebody He's, told me they took down the sign, though, that used to say hundreds of beautiful girls and three ugly ones. Still there. Oh, it's still there? I just walked past oh, it. I thought it was took yeah. taken down. I thought yeah. it was, too. No. I think it's right under the name, right? Yep. Right on the it side was, on, yeah. on uh, Washington. Yeah, we, uh, we were walking to the Twins game last week uh, when they were playing the Giants. And while we were walking, I looked. And I was like, son of a bitch, it's still there. It yeah. still says Absolutely. three ugly ones. Absolutely. I thought that was long yep. gone, man. <laughs> There's, yeah. a, there's a strip club in Las Vegas. I'm spacing on the name. It's not on the strip, but it's kind of off on the, off the beaten path. But it is. Uh, they have the chairs bolted to the floor where they face <laughs> away from the stage, and that is how they present their women. Like this is they're oh, so bad God. you're not going to want to look at them. But anyways, yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know. I, I like the fact that there's a strip club that can have that sort of. You know, humor about itself. Yeah, anybody have a sense of humor about anything, for Christ's sake. That'd be nice. That'd be wonderful. I'd, if I was a stripper there, I'd constantly be counting the room. I'd be like, am I one of the three? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're like, hmm. Today, am I one of the three? 
Because it's all relative depending on who's totally. in the room if you oh, think about totally. it. Totally. Right? Like in this room? I'm not going to be one of the three. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. You're doing all right in this room. <laughs> would they let you, if you bought a strip bar, would they let you the... Because I, if I owned a strip bar, mm. I don't want to call it Tits McGee's. Mm. But can you do that? I don't know. I've said tit on air and radio, and I got in big trouble. So I don't Saying think... tit? Yeah, on, ra- on normal radio. Why? It used to be one of the seven dirty words, like in the Carlin routine. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's one yeah, of them, right? right. I, even as a little kid, I was always like, really? <laughs> After it's all tit, those other yeah. six, that's the seventh one? Yeah. It's just a shortened version of teat anyway, yeah. right? It's not a big isn't deal. There, isn't there a titty mouse? Isn't that like a titty mouse? Yeah, titty mouse. Yeah, titty mouse. is a bird. Yeah. Yep. But I was shocked. It was on my talk, middle of the day. Actually, I said tit, which I don't know why. I did. It's actually legal to go topless in a park, so you yeah. can actually show your tits, but you couldn't say I'm showing my tits. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That seems a little yeah. backwards. Makes no sense. How did that get on the list? I don't know. Why aren't there any male strip clubs? It's terrible. I'll, the, oh, is the it opera, terrible? No, I'm saying that what women are given compared to men is a lot different. We get, like, stage performance, and there's thousands of us women to seven men that do these elaborate dances in <laughs> yeah. their outfits because that's what they think women want oh, is okay. a choreographed da- they want They think that we want a gay best friend with a good body. I was going to say, I think, the, <laughs> I think a lot of these guys aren't as available to the clientele as you no. might might expect. Yeah, like, maybe you know? not. Maybe not. No, it's... It's not great. It's a production value, and it's like we're never going to have that person rub against us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but the ladies get all grabby, and they get all snatchy because and grabby. Because we have mob Oh, absolutely. Oh, they do. If, you, if you're a guy at a strip bar, reach your hand out for two seconds and see if you come back with all your fingers. There's like nine <laughs> bouncers that are ready to break your yeah, arm off. Yeah. I mean, those ladies are di- like, like the golden tickets hidden in there. But, somewhere. Brian, in our defense, it's mob mentality. There are thousands of us. All of a sudden, you're like, should we steal a, a flat screen as well? Like, you've just <laughs> around a bunch of high-energy women. <laughs> I'm so excited to go to the strip club. It's going to be awesome. I love it. <laughs> Why do you I'm laugh? I'm excited. What is I'm very excited. What? That's all I know, Today, Brittany. Had you said AI? I've never yeah. said that. Those were ex- your exact words. I, I don't know that. what to tell you. Could we hear that again? Because she doesn't believe it's her. Absolutely. I'm so excited to go to the strip club. It's going to be awesome. I love it. That <laughs> is you. It's a thousand percent me. It's you. It sounds like a Disney version of you, though. Yeah. I definitely was in character doing, like, I'm so excited to go to the strip club. Like, I was being silly, but I don't have no recollection of saying the two things that you said yeah. today. Sounds like the weirdest deleted scene from Frozen ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, earlier, Brian, she said this and had no idea she said it. You know I hate fat people. <laughs> <laughs> what? Real nice person you are. At some point, might want a, a legacy, and that is not going to help, Rudy. That is hilarious. I don't. No recollection. You got the receipts, Brittany. Mm-hmm. You I got can't. the receipts. You're in I trouble, s- Rudy. We were friends at least an hour ago. Well, you hate fat people, and I can't hang out with people I, who hate fat way people. Way to go! No, what yeah. does that even mean? Way to go, my friend. Uh, no, this is for for uh, uh, well about. I was going to say 50% of the people, in, but in this room. Mm-hmm. So when you throw Judd in, it's only 40%, so that's good. <laughs> uh, but, Rudy, Brian, I, how is it doing comedy on stage now? Is it a lot touchier than it used to be? Do people laugh anymore? Because it just seems to me that nobody's laughing anymore. Has it gotten better? Oh, I think so. I think good. Um, good. I, I think the, the crowds are great. The, now, the one thing I've noticed... People are really not interested in hearing about politics. Yeah, I can see and that. And it's Oof. it's not even 
it's 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 on both sides necessarily. People Good. just kind of don't want to hear Good. about politics. That's a that's a pretty tough sell. In fact, I've I've had in in some contracts recently. Uh, for like private and corporate shows, they'll say, "Be as dirty as you want. Just stay away from the politics." Yeah. Well, there. Well, so that's the whole deal. It's a political argument. Yeah, and I think people are just so bombarded with it all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I kind of feel the same way. I don't like. I'll talk about like I guess like social issues. You'd say, but I don't frame things in terms of like Republicans and Democrats. I think that's a boring way to phrase things anyway. It's like, yeah, what I mean, are we CNN? Agree. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Especially from comedy. Like that's how yeah. we're going to do comedy. We're going to do the R's versus the D's. Like that's yeah. just not interesting. Yeah, you're totally right. When, because the day that Trump got arrested, I had gone on stage that night and said something like, man, they asked Trump, hey, you can take a deal or you can, you know, uh, take this one felony. And he decided to not take the deal and he got charged with 32 felonies. Mm-hmm. Man, if only he had read a book called The Art of the Deal. See, there you go. Silence. They, <laughs> they didn't even like, know what it was? Yeah, they were like, no, please don't go down this road. I was like, OK, I guess we're just going to talk about kids. Sorry about that. Never mind. It was awful. Yeah, I mean, in my viewpoint, and people get pissed off at me, I don't see any difference between the two political parties, the two people who have been president. They're the same people. Yeah. I don't give a damn what you're Republican, Democrat. They're all full of shit, every one of them. I think it's. I think Ish. in general that's a, um, a really faulty view that benefits both sides, the R and the D. Yeah. Because yep. most issues yep. don't act are complex, and they actually kind of snake between the left yep. and the right. But if you silo everything, then you never have to consider the parts of the things that you agree with that are on the other side. So it's a, it's a good way to keep you from actually thinking about the issues. Well, why mm-hmm. don't you want to agree? I, like I said, I've got friends that are very, very... Left-leaning Democrats, very, very right-leaning Republicans. I don't agree with a lot of things they think, but I like them as people. Yeah. But what the hell do I get? Like, somebody chirping to me about their politics is not going to change the United States. I'm no, not, no. Has I'm anyone not worried ever, about it. Has anyone ever changed anyone's mind? I'm not no. even sure that's even happened. I just don't understand. It's, calm down. And relax. Everything will be fine. But it's good to hear that people don't want to hear about politics. Yeah. yeah. No, that's the thing I've noticed is that they again, like I said, it's not that it's that it's not that they want to be told what they want to hear necessarily. They yeah. want like raw yeah. raw stuff. They're just like, no, nah, man, can you talk about strip clubs or anything? Yeah. Anything else? Well, my son Andy, who's thirty six years old, he does not want to hear anything about politics at all. If I even bring up like I brought up this this woman and said something that was you know pretty much out mm-hmm. of line, and it wasn't that she was a Democrat or Republican, mm-hmm. she just shouldn't have said what she said, right? Andy would have a fit if I read that story. <laughs> he go, just don't even bring it up. I don't even want to hear it. He doesn't want to hear anything about it. He really doesn't. So he's he, right though. But yeah, it's it, it's so tiresome now too. It and is. The, the thing about politics, and for me personally, this goes back uh, before the whole 2016 thing. But the thing about politics is, when it comes to politics and religion, you are not going to change anyone's mind no, or move no. them off their point, which is why I personally love sports. Because you can debate sports and be pretty passionate, but at the end of the day, it's sports. Yeah. And you will and you will get a person to say, oh, or you will say, oh, that's a good point. You know, when's the last time that you talk politics with someone who came from the opposite end of the spectrum from you and it the conversation finished with, oh, that's a great point. Yeah, didn't think of it that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that doesn't happen. It's F you, and, that, and that, that's no fun. That's not a fun debate. That just turns no, cantankerous. Right. That's why we have this. 
quack, quack. On the show, so that everybody shuts up when we start talking about politics. (laughs) And it always works. Always works. Quack, quack. (laughs) Quack, quack, Britney. We don't ever get mad about it at all. (laughs) I don't get mad about anything. I don't give a rat's ass about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not affiliated with either party. I know, like I said, I have people that are way left, way right, middling. I got friends of, of all... Of every ilk, I guess is the best way to put it. I, I just don't understand why people get so whipped up about it all. I really don't. None of it makes any difference. I mean, look at, look at the things that are going on now. It's like, good God, calm down. Yeah, it's not like you can uh, do much about it. It's like, all right, I'll vote. Right. You know, I'll vote every couple of years when it right. comes around. So, although I'll tell you, you know, I was <laughs> this is incredible. I was asked to run for Minnesota, Minneapolis City Council. You uh, were? Yeah. Well, who asked you? They asked me to run in Ward. Oh, I don't even know what ward I'm in. That's the, they asked me to run against Andrea Jenkins. Oh uh, yeah, okay. And uh, and and I, it's so funny. I thought about it for I would say one and one half seconds before I said absolutely not. Like no, first off, God, the people no. who asked me, I was like, I don't think you know me as well as you think you do. <laughs> uh, like when my album comes out, that's going to disqualify me thoroughly right, from politics. Right. But but also I said like this sounds like, like the campaign sounds like the worst thing in the world, and then it turned out to be wild. There's like accusations of fraud. In the oh, DFL God, within the primaries, oh, and then there was God. the Warasami. It's crazy. So I was so glad I didn't do it. And then I thought, God forbid you won. Now you have to do it. And yeah. you have to, every time somebody walks up to you on the street and, and has some dumb question, you have to sit there and actually oh, care about their dumb question. That would be hell. I, can you imagine at the grocery store every time, oh. every pothole and street sign in one way? Oh my, I would go nuts. I hate talking to strangers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a problem for your political half. aspirations then. Yeah, yeah. Yes. it's going to be a problem. That is rough. The most awkward video is the one where Mayor Fry just gets lit up by some lady on the street and then has to walk through all those people just sitting oh, like yeah. Indian style. He has yep. to walk through all of them just with his head down. It's like, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you go out there and just get decimated like that? It's awful. I, I have oh. the second most awkward video of Mayor Fry because he made the mistake of sitting in the second row at Acme uh, when I was oh, headlining. God. And, uh, <laughs> He couldn't oh, move, and I unloaded on him, and it was so funny to watch him plaster on his, like, I just lost the Oscars smile and yeah. nod, you know, because, like, yeah. oh, I'm not minding this. This isn't the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and I was pointing him out and going in on him, and then uh, and he was he was stuck. He couldn't leave, so I got to do that for about 10 minutes. That is, was is amazing. there actual video on that, Brian? Is that I have internet? the video from the security cameras. I might have asked them to turn one of the cameras on him so I could, <laughs> oh. because I knew, I, I might have actually asked somebody to seat him in a specific spot. And then ask them to maybe put a camera on him, and then wow. maybe give me that video okay. after the show. Allegedly, is, is it on? Allegedly. is it on your Instagram or Facebook or anything? It's just it's on it's on my own private private server. Yeah, son of a gun! Damn it! You're not getting to it, man. Damn it! All of this God. whole deal. Calm down. Relax, for Christ. See, here's the thing. I I definitely dislike Jacob Fry, but not because of politics, because he's a little weasel. That's what I've heard. Oh, he's such a little weasel. He's a little fella, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little little hey, guy, big uh, problems. It's not short shame, okay? No, Come on. It's not <laughs> short shaming. All of a sudden, Barry's going to be voting for Fry now. <laughs> the only time I ever do that is when it's very obvious that somebody doesn't like that. Sure. Sure. It's like, you know, guys who wear what we used to call Dago tees when I was a kid. But they yeah, they used to much. sell them like that. They that, did. They yeah. sold those Dago tees, which wasn't exactly complimentary to the Italians. <laughs> but, you know, they, you're right. They it was on the packaging. It yeah. was on the packaging. It's true. But I like it when they wear the, the – what are those called? They're called – well, then they changed them to wife beaters, which, yeah, which, wife beaters. which actually it was like, whoa, I don't know if we're heading in the right direction. <laughs> I don't think That's you guys are getting the problem yeah. here. No, I don't think we've ever no, invented a third term. 
Well, then they call them beaters. Kids call them beaters and not even knowing they that, don't that know, they yeah. have no idea that they were, we just dropped wife. Wife beaters? They really? just call them beaters. Yeah, yeah really? you're right. That's true. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, I had, no, I had no idea what a wife beater was when we were calling them wife beaters. I just thought that that was the name of the shirt. It was just a wife beater. I didn't realize right. it, I didn't I know, realize it came little from little a 10-year-old boy yeah. is walking around asking for their wife, wife beater. beater yeah. not even, and my brothers did the same thing. And it was like all of a sudden there was like a realization. Like, yeah, that was yeah. a very like, casual term. Yeah. Yeah. What are they actually guys, called? Thank you. You got to go? Bye, John. I got to go. It's no. 40. Take care, buddy. You're a horrible yeah. human <laughs> being for leaving. Twins play tonight. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Hopefully they score Thanks. more than two runs. <laughs> yes, I agree. Thanks, Judd. Right. Yeah. Have Bye. a good day. Judd Zolgad, ladies and gentlemen. Score North. A great show that's on the... Uh, what is the actual name of the podcast network? Is it the Hubbard Podcast Network? There's, what is it? You're saying Score North? They're on Score North, yeah. 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 But, but like, what's what's the what are we on? Is it the Hubbard Broad uh, the Hubbard Podcast Network? What is it? I, honestly, my tag says Score North. Like I feel yeah. like that's the actual umbrella name. No, at no, the I'm moment. talking about. This, I know. Like, yeah. all shows. I know. I know. But like, I think that that's their that's what they have it under right now is. That's the name of it. Yeah. But I'm but, saying <laughs> where they bring that on a podcast network, and is there a name for the podcast network? That's, that's a great what I'm question. saying. I don't know, because I, I have no idea if there is or not. I get, why do you have an ID? What the hell do you, you need an ID? Everything. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's just, now she thinks she's important. <laughs> What's I, that for? Is I've that, had this for a while, but my other one said my talk, and now it says they took it back, and then they go, do you want to take a new photo? I go, Hell no! I was like 22. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I wasn't. I was. I was like that might look like perhaps an old photo. I'm not gonna. Like, <laughs> oh, say, look at that! I say this as a guy whose headshot's 14 years old. Yeah, I am yeah. death to this. Remember, Rudy? They were like, we were at orientation, and they're like, okay, new photos. I go, oh no, no, copy yeah. paste, copy paste that. <laughs> none. that There'll one? be none of that. Yeah, there'll be none of that. Although, Brian, you don't look a day older than the last time I saw you. It was about 10 years ago, yeah. for Christ's sake. I, I appreciate that. You I don't. You look, you're, you look no older. You're a perma-puppy. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll, <laughs> you know what it is? Puppy. No kids. That's the trick. Just yeah. be childless. Looking, they're not wearing you out. I got, I got no kids. Oh, I, I just, said, I just oh, you know, you hang go. on. I get my, get, my, get my beauty sleep. You do get a lot of sleep. Uh, I do get a lot of sleep. And one banana a day. He eats one banana a day. On the way here. And do, do you still have that little six uh, T-shirt that you wore in your headshot? Do you still have that T-shirt? I think it finally gave up the ghost. It finally came apart. Gotcha. Yeah. Little six. I love little six. Yeah. Now we're talking. You still live in South Minneapolis? I do, yeah. Because every time I drive, cause my buddy Tommy Gorman used to live on Pillsbury. That's where I live. I know you do. Yeah. And every time I drive by his house, I go, oh, Brian's around here. Somewhere. I'm right around. I might be hanging out on the lawn, you know? Because the old firehouse is now a coffee shop yes. or a bagel shop, right? Yes. That's yeah. actually where I went to sign the papers on my house. That's why yeah. you told me that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tommy Gorman used to live right there off, uh, what is that, 46th? Yep, that's 46th and, uh, and, and Pillsbury where and he then lived. And Pillsbury's right over there, yeah. Yeah, about three months. Wentworth, all that. A couple of blocks from me. That's right where I'm hanging out. I can't tell you how much I used to drink in that neighborhood. Because uh, <laughs> Tom Gorman might be an Irish Catholic name is all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, they, you couldn't sell hard liquor in that neighborhood until recently. I, I know. Even the, the right. Driftwood Char Bar was a beer and wine bar only. They just now got the... Uh, Unbelievable. They went, got the full license for some I of the I love that neighborhood. It's a fun place. It's a great neighborhood. It really yeah, is. There's a, now there's a Kaluna. There's a restaurant over there. Yeah, Kaluna. Highly recommend it if you haven't yeah, it's, been. Uh, uh, it's, yeah, they, they own... Uh, like three, four restaurants. Yeah, I was just really there this good. weekend. Oh, my yeah, goodness. She's terrific. terrific. Yeah. She is terrific, no doubt about it. Good choice, pal. Yeah, but I do. I think about you every time I drive down that down that road. I was like, oh, Brian lives around here somewhere. 
right by Tommy Gorman. Did you ever meet Tom Gorman? Mm-mm. Tommy Gorman was a bright red-headed Irish boy from Cleveland, Ohio. My God, when he'd get angry, it was hilarious. <laughs> he'd have a few drinks and, let me tell that son of a bitch. I'm like, Tom, settle down. Rel- uh, you're not a tough guy. Relax. Redheads have this thing where the minute they have an emotion you can see it oh, on yeah. their mm. face oh, yeah. their discoloration they're like the <laughs> mood rings of people yeah they'll immediately showcase what they're feeling you know what i used to do to him though what was the name of that one there's one bar further east from you it's on 46 god i was trying to think it doesn't matter hmm. So we're sitting there and we're having a little sandwich or whatever. Mm. And there was a guy going from table to table playing the guitar and singing. Mm. And, of course, Tom, to try to be a nice guy, is looking up at him with a big smile on his face, pretending he's enjoying the music and all the rest of it. And the guy closed his eyes and started playing. Perfect time for me to go, God, you suck. (laughs) And then I was looking down at my plate and Gorman's like, (laughs) <laughs> his face got because the guy thought he said um, it yes. oh god did he get embarrassed it was one you suck <laughs> he opens his eyes and there's Gorman <laughs> oh did I have fun with that man so what else is happening in the world? So how how much are you working now? Are you working every weekend? Um, no, you know, I actually don't schedule quite as much as I used to, uh, yeah. just because I'm just after 15 years on the road. Oh, I try yeah. to do one to two travel weekends a month, and then oh, that's good. And then book everything else locally, kind of right, stay stay right. in town. Like I most of my luckily most of my gigs. Well, I'm hopefully going to Louisville soon. But um, oh, where are you at in Louisville? Uh, the Comedy Caravan. I'm just okay. finalizing the contract on that one. Nice. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, doing Comedy Corner Underground the 16th and 17th of this month, and then headline in Acme, big headline weekend in Acme, August 29th and 30th, and September 1st and 2nd. Oh, that's good. Uh, th- th- you can't get better than working in town. I'd, I'd just no, rather I work in town. I mean, partly because Minnesota, I mean, it sounds like I'm buttering up people, but really, no. some of the best audiences around. I mean, comics no from all over the country it. say it. Yep. It's that balance of like, they're laid back enough to go ahead and laugh but they're they're smart enough and they're interested enough to, yep. to listen to actually to listen to the words it's crazy when you go some places and you're like i don't think you guys are listening to the words and, oh i know <laughs> and you have your big cd release party that day too right yes at that's the, the 16th and, uh, at, the, at the comedy corner underground the 16th and the 17th and what is the name of your new cd uh, the cd is called all the new ugly people <laughs> All the new ugly people, so it's very complimentary. It's very so complimentary. It's a bit of an angry album. I was supposed to record it in 2020 in spring, and then some things happened. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what that was so all about. So I wound up scrapping pretty much everything and doing a whole different album. Really? Yeah. So it, did you take anything from that, or did it just feel like a, nothing was relevant anymore? There's a couple of things that were kind of evergreen. Partly, just, you get tired of telling stuff after a couple of few years. Yeah. And then yeah. what was weird with the pandemic was you were already t- a little tired of your old jokes, and then they went, you didn't tell any jokes for like a year and a half. Sure. And when you came back, it felt really weird to go back to some of that stuff. It made it feel like it was like 20 years old. With When selling CDs, and Rudy, this is a question for you too, when you guys sell CDs, are you finding that like you actually sell the hard copy, or is it the digital version i mean the digital version is what's uh, on sale now and that's what obviously i think more people probably listen to it on the digital but when you go to shows uh, i always have a few hard copies with me because some people like to buy them i think because they want they want you to sign them or whatever oh, that's sure fun. yeah yeah so people people do, do still buy them actually that's cool yeah we have to take a break be right back in a couple of minutes got one final segment with brian in studio now we're talking right back 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. It's Tom Bernard for the Power Lodge and the world's largest Bennington pontoon dealer, Miller Marine in St. Cloud. Temps are up, prices are down. We just hit 88 degrees, so Miller Marine and Power Lodge are offering hot 88 summer deals for the next two weeks only. Get a Bennington pontoon for $28,888. And as a bonus, the first eight pontoons come with a trailer for $1,888. Finance it all for just $288 a month. Want something larger? Get a tri-tune starting at $43,888 or just $488 a month. With over 300 pontoons in stock, they've got what you need at the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Payment terms and credit limits are subject to credit approval, so come on, it's time to get serious about your throttle therapy with this two-week deal until June 17th. Check selection at PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com. Hot 88 summer deals with Bennington pontoons are now at the Lodge and Miller Marine. And please tell them Tommy sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Just saw a news article that popped up. A former part owner of the Minnesota Vikings who defrauded a short-lived uh, professional football league known as the Alliance of American Football uh, in a $700 million cryptocurrency scam was sentenced Monday to over six years in prison. Reginald Fowler. You guys remember Reggie Fowler, don't you? I don't remember Reggie no. Fowler. You, you'd know if you saw him. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost certain. Uh, in any case, Reginald Fowler, 64, of Chandler, Arizona, was sentenced in uh, Manhattan federal court to six years and three months in prison, ordered a forfeit. $740 million Oof. and pay restitution of $53 million. Alliance American Football met a speedy end in 2019 when it ran out of money. So Reginald Fowler, Reggie Fowler, you're, you'd remember if you saw him. He's going to prison for six years for scamming people out of money. Was it the McCombs era? Yep. Yeah, okay. That's exactly right. Yeah, that makes sense. Reg, uh, <laughs> yeah, Reg, as a matter of fact, there's a picture of Reginald Fowler sitting right next to Red McCombs. I should get Fitz to play Red McCombs on this show like he used to That'd on the queue. Hey, where's your dick, Denny? <laughs> I used to say things like that all. It was wonderful. <laughs> so if they'd lose a game, like they were, they'd lose a game they're supposed to win, and Fitz would come on and go, this is Red McCombs, and i got a question. Where's your dick, Denny? Where's your you dick, Denny? Show some manhood, man. Right? God, it was phenomenal. <laughs> Fitz nailed... Well, kind of nailed Red McCombs. <laughs> Wasn't all that accurate. But well, they nailed Reggie Fowler. <laughs> they nailed Reggie uh, Fowler, that's for sure. Yeah, I, you know what they say if you get arrested for crypto when you go to jail? You gotta, when you get the first day in jail, you got to defraud the biggest guy there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's how you make it. Well, he might be the biggest guy there. Reggie Fowler's a big guy. That's a good no point. Doubt about that. I, that is unbelievable. Cryptocurrency. Brian and I were just talking mm. about cryptocurrency. Mm. I, I never owned one coin of it. No. I never understood the point. Like, wait a minute. And then, of course, their argument was, mm. well, there's nothing backing up the currency of the president of the United States of mm. America. I said, that's a different take, though. Yeah. You and I don't own that. Somebody else owns it. Yeah. I never understood cryptocurrency. I never no. got it. We have like a 250-plus year agreement to, to right. the dollar. Right? right. The world partly runs on the dollar. This crypto thing, it's like, yeah, there's a computer server somewhere. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's what I knew was BS. Like, I'm data mining. Like, I'm not mining anything. Mining. That threw me so off when it was yeah. like, oh, yeah, like we run this box fan, and then we also. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Every time I try to learn, I go, uh-uh, no, yeah. not for me. Yeah. So 
like the more you learn, the farther away it gets from reality. Oh, everyone acting like they know. I'm like, Mm-mm, no, you know nothing. My brother was trying to tell me. He's like, I got 50 grand in Bitcoin. It's oh, out of nowhere no. overnight. I'm like, you don't know how to copy and paste. Like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, I love that. So what happened to all that cryptocurrency? Is it just sitting there in a trash pile now? I don't even understand where it sits. I've never had someone be able to convincingly. My thought is like, all right, I got a college degree. If someone can't explain it to me in in 20 minutes in a Mm -hmm. way that I can understand, it's fake. So Bitcoin is that still around even? Bitcoin is, uh, but a lot of them, a lot of them just go away. Uh, So why is Bitcoin coin making it? I, I think it's a it centrally agreed upon, you know, more agreed upon. But the value fluctuates so oh, wildly. Really? Oh my gosh, it's insane the fluctuations because it's all basically theoretical, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I mean, when it's theoretical, like our currency is, sure, because it, it to is some degree for sure. There's no question about it. But at least the government is the ones cheating you out of the money, so that's good. yeah. You know, it all works out. And also, by the way, if I send them Bitcoin to pay my taxes, you think they'll like that? <laughs> they'll go for that one thing. I don't yeah, have any. It's so funny because depending on how well it's doing, you could be like, here is one half bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's worth $75,000 a piece. Tell me it's yeah, not. Sure it is. Yeah, like your Kowalski's at the dollar fluctuated like that. You're like, all right, this rotisserie chicken will be $17. Wait, it's $4. Wait, no, nope, yeah. it's $27. Oh, no. oh. You better buy this chicken really fast. Know, right? Or not at all. True. <laughs> no question about it. So now you have an appearance coming up in town. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think the next one will be the 16th, 17th in June at uh, uh, County Corner Underground. Okay. I guess actually that's only a week from this I was, weekend. I was yeah. going to say, it's crazy to think that's already next weekend. I know. Weekend. I'm yeah. Next little, weekend, yeah. 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 yeah, that is a creeping right up. And you're hosting at uh, Acme as well after you're, per, after you're doing stand-up there. You're doing the funniest person contest? Yeah, so I, I, I'm kind of the... Uh, I kind of help promote the contest overall. So the contest is for amateurs. It's open to anybody. Anybody, if you, as long as you've never been paid to do comedy, you can go to Acme. You can sign up. You can do it on the website. You get to three minutes, and you get a chance to win a thousand bucks. And then I'm so my headline week will be the semifinals, uh, August 29th, 30th, September 1st, and 2nd. And then on September uh, this Wednesday after Labor Day whatever that is, 6th to the 7th, is the big finals. And so I'm just I'm hosting the finals, and I'm going to have some great guests. I think Nate Abshire and Greg Coleman are going to be there, and then they'll crown the, the big great. winner. How yeah. scary. Are you get nervous for people going up there? No, I, I love to coffee. watch them melt down. And, and, yeah. and, oh, it's, you are I, such a monster. Because I, I did the contest, obviously, myself, and I've, I've been working. You know, When you work at Acme, you, you're around the contest a lot. So I, I've seen some contestants uh, do great and amazing things, and I've seen some flame out. Spectacularly. How mm-hmm. many? I can you only do it once then? As long as you never get paid, you can keep coming back. Okay. So how uh, many years did you do it? I only did it the one time because then the money was just rolling in. Of course. No, <laughs> the flow of the cash was unbelievable. I couldn't. I couldn't get the valve to shut down. The oh. cash kept coming out, so I had to. I had to stop doing the taxes, yeah. though. Right? Oh. Am I right? Yeah. yeah, taxes. Brian's also doing this really fascinating thing where he's Ish. going back and doing podcasts with the former winners of the Acme's Funniest, and some of those stories are great, man. There was a guy in town. He doesn't do comedy anymore, and it just kills me. Oh, Brooks Robinson. Brooks Robinson, like, man, he was one of the, naturally one of the funniest guys. I think his first three times on stage was the, like, the prelims, the yep. semifinals, and then he won the contest. And that was, those were his first three times on stage. He did comedy for, what, two years and then quit. 
Yeah, yeah, he just kind of lost the... You know, he never really loved doing comedy. He, he was just so good at it, people kept hiring him. But he's like, really? I don't even really like doing this that much. A little bit uh, a little bit like Mordahl in that way, where it was just like... Yeah. He yep. was just kind of like, yep. he's fantastic at it, but that doesn't mean you love it. Sure. Um, so... He- Still playing third base for the Orioles. <laughs> That's he. He was named after that Brooks Robinson. I bet he was. Yeah, absolutely. Brooks Robinson was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. One of the best players of all time, no doubt about it. And the a great cone. baseball player. Yeah, and a great ba- Brooks Robinson. That yeah. just sounds like it, a baseball it, player, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. You're right. It does. No question about it. Now we got to get our twins doing a couple. You know, I know they're in first place by what three, three and a half games, something like that, but they need to get their crap together. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. It's hard about. to get too cocky in June, you know. Well you've got that <laughs> I've done it before. That's yeah. how I know it's not a good idea. Yeah. I've made that mistake before, but what the hell. So any closing we got three minutes left. Any closing comments from anyone? Um, I feel strong about uh, liking Brian's cats. I love oh, that. Oh, nice, yeah. Because um, Britt and I did a podcast together during the old lockdown. Oh, did you really? We did. Yeah. I didn't know that. It had a really cute name. Great name. Minnesota. Because we talked about Minnesota news and Minnesota? Some, some other stuff. The problem was it was a good name, but when you Googled it, Google kept, kept trying to autocorrect you back to Minnesota. <laughs> oh, I bet. I didn't even I think bet, about yeah. it until we like got the logo and everything. That's true. It was fun. We did like very hyper-local, and yeah. uh, it was a blast during the pandemic. It was actually one of those things where... <laughs> That was one of the highlights of my yeah. week. I'd be like, oh, we get to, you know, and all 14 listeners were very bummed. Don't we... lie. Did People... you both wear masks? Oh, we, were, we, we, we this was all Zoom. This was all over Zoom. Oh, it was all Zoom. All okay. Zoom. Yeah. But we, uh, you know, people, weirdly though, I whatever know. 14 listeners we have, people contact me and ask me I when know. it's coming back. So, like, Isn't the people were really into it. We got to bring Minnesota back. We, we got to bring it back. That might be super Actually, fun. Actually, I would do it. I'd do it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm super busy, we but I'm in. We still have the logo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you were like, well, I'm going to have a baby. We might need to put the podcast nice. on hold as the podcast, as the pandemic lifts and the baby comes in. It was I a good know. reason. It was a good time. But yeah, that was a fun one. Is that a pig on your microphone? This? What is that? It's an owl. Bon right? made me it for me. I'm not oh. unsure. Oh, it's a tiger. tiger. Yeah. It looked like a pig from behind. I'm unsure. I was too scared to oh, Fawny gave it make to you? any speculations. I said, I love this thing you gave <laughs> no, me. No, that, I, well, that is very cute. I think it's adorable. I no love it. About I like looking at it when I talk. Yellow pigs are my favorite. Yellow, yellow pigs, yeah. yes. When no yellow question. pigs fly, <laughs> sir. Whoever came up with that? Pigs. When pigs fly, what the hell? Yeah, is that it's even a strange mean? expression. It's very odd. Yeah, that's a weird one. All right, that's going to do it. A hell of a show, Brian. You got to stop in more often, man. I'm, I'm right down the street. I'm coming anytime. You aren't. You should come in a lot more. I used more to come here for Sansevier Studio, so I'm familiar Sandy. with the building. <laughs> oh, on the fifth floor. Yeah, he's the one who got me into this building. I and know. Then, of course, they shut down the fifth floor. Yeah. So thanks a lot. They shut Sandy. it down. Oh yeah. Apparently, there Ghost. might have been a kind of a money deal going on. Uh, uh-huh. And ghosts. And ghosts. Uh, yeah, ghosting. Late. Here, here's a dollar. Now it's gone. <laughs> That's the ghosting they did, okay? That's a good way Here, to There's end. your ghosting. All right, we'll talk to you later. <laughs>